Thank you for tuning in to Cop with Comic. I'm Brian Cop, and we're here with Comic Joshua Pallet. Joshua Pallet, how the hell are you? How the hell are you? I'm doing good. Thank you so much for coming on. You are a low-end gigolo, aren't you? I am a low-end gigolo, <laughs> born and raised. So that is the podcast that you have with a couple other NYC comedians. Tell me about low-end gigolos. Why is it called that? And how? Uh, what the hell is it? It's just the three comedians riffing? I guess it's evolved over time. Uh, low-end gigolos is still an evolving creature. Uh, it's two, in my, uh, two of my closest friends, uh, Kevin Sanchez and Jonathan Kaplan, both equally hilarious people on their own. Uh, we met a couple of years ago, actually at this point, about two and a half years ago, um, at an open mic in Queens at Yerman's. It's the famous King of Queens uh, bar that you see from that television show. Really? But I, I, yes. I love the fact that something actually gets done at, at open mics. You know, at, <laughs> the very, at the very least, you're in the foxhole with other <laughs> suffering comedians and you can meet some cool people. You really can. And, you know, uh, for, me, it, for me personally, it was... Um, it was a big boost in my, you know, comedy career because I had been uh, focusing on stand-up for maybe a year when I met uh, the two guys. Actually, we met a bunch of other people too, uh, the originals. And uh, at the time, I was, you know, I was looking, you know, to, to pursue comedy, to pursue anything that you really love. You really need to have, you know, uh, a team of people you're doing it with that it makes sense to do it with. Uh, doing it on your own, you can do it, but it's. <laughs> It's a lot more difficult. Good luck, motherfuckers. <laughs> it's, it's a lot more difficult. So I had been brought to this open mic uh, by a gentleman by the name of Adam Morris, who's now a uh, deceased legend. Adam oh Morris God. was a fall-down alcoholic who used to drink somewhere between, like, I don't know, a case and a half to two cases of beer per day, wow. by best calculation. Yeah. Um, and we all decided that we were going to start a podcast together. And originally it was just uh, four of us together, uh, along with our friend Colin Sick. And uh, it, it was a shit show. It was just, you know, guys <laughs> trying to one-up each other with ridiculous uh -huh. stories and who could say the most outlandish shit. Okay. And it did stay like that for some time. And then, you know, we... The, that the eventually exploded. That that really safe formula exploded. It it, it went shit. It went to shit at some point. My God, it, it went to such a shit show. So <laughs> the original name of the podcast was the Queens Mafia. Okay. And uh, what happened was Adam was also a uh, paranoid schizophrenic. Oh my God. And uh, we were doing an episode one day, and he just started flipping out on us, and like more than what we were normally doing. He was like really like. <laughs> saying vile and vicious things like he was telling one of our friends talking about his girlfriend being a big fat pig and we were just like what the hell is going on so we we uh we put him on punishment for two weeks we told him you're not allowed to come back on the show for two weeks and uh he stayed away for the first week oh, and then no. he showed up the second week more hammered than usual <laughs> if that's possible was, my my lord if it was possible. And he was basically looking to fight us. And uh, yeah, so we threw him out and then we did another, we were throwing a show, an actual show at that same bar. And uh, he showed up again. And uh, yeah, it, it, it almost went to fisticuffs and that was the end of the Queens Mafia. And from there, 
from there, we slowly evolved. Uh, for a little while, we were live at Yerman's, and then we became the low-end gigolos, which we always were from the beginning. So, I mean, it was, uh, you said Adam and Colin, but they're not in low-end gigolos, right? So you three kind of went off your own way and did low-end gigolos. Well, Colin stayed with us for a little while, um, okay. but Colin also didn't work out. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for another story. Well, yeah, so well he that was the same basically weapons to a recording, and so now he's gone too. Yeah, Colin's gone, and he hates me. I don't know. He he blocked me on Facebook. Oh no. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I make a lot of enemies in this world. <laughs> I can't wait to see how we become enemies by the end of this twenty minutes. I already can't stand you, and I'm sure you feel the same. But... I love it. Yeah, we, yeah. We think it's everybody but Joshua Pallad, but no, I think it's Joshua Pallad during the episode. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it's everybody else. It's not me. And so when you started it, you were like, okay, here's three guys that we can really build a podcast on because they're stable. We all get along really well. We all riff really well together. And you know, kind of how has the topics or the format changed over time? Well, for about a three or four month period, we became uh, a school for animals. So, well, Jonathan, you know, the problem with Low End Gigolos is we don't really have a specific theme to our show. And uh, John's a very businessy, savvy comedy guy. And he said, you know, if we're going to market, we have to, you know, focus on something. So uh, all of a sudden, one day we were riffing and we started talking about animals and we started grading animals on the show. And the show became a show of grading animals. And how the uh, fuck do you grade an animal? First of all, um, how do you not grade an animal? <laughs> and this well, is a, you're a, you're a vegan, and so yes, I want to well, know, like, you know, if I'm not a vegan, I mean, do I, do you bring up like cow? And then we discuss the merits of the cow just generally. Well, he he's white and black, and he has spots, and and there's a, a male cow, a bull, so you could ride bulls or whatever the hell it is. Like, do you guys just discuss the merits of each respective animal, animal re- regardless of whether or not how, you know, regardless of how they taste? So I suppose, you know, one point in the cow's favor is that you can eat the cow, you know, if you're not a vegan. So what goes into creating a fucking animal and how did that work? Did you guys just throw out the name of a rando animal? So, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's not a specific thing. There are points that you can get. Like, for instance, you said that a cow would give you plus a point for the way it tastes. I take away a point. Because yeah. Sure. Why are you making yourself so delicious? You know, like really a real survival trait. Like, you know, certain plants make themselves taste bitter, right? If you were a smart animal, you would have evolved into a disgusting hamburger. Now, now you're delicious and I have yeah, to pay totally. companies to simulate you. So, oh yeah, and, and yeah, until they uh, until they evolved to have Mad Cow. I mean, those those dicks were not good uh, survivors, were they? Well, Mad Cow is zombieism because that's what it was. They were feeding them their own their own dead. You know that, right? Yeah, I don't really know how it evolved, but I can't even believe. I don't know why this is so fucking funny, but congratulations on that fucking idea. Like, if you're the business savvy guy, I was like, okay, it needs a hook, and you guys came up with grading fucking animals. That is hilarious. And like, how long did it stay that kind of? I, I, it's hilarious, but I imagine it's a little bit limiting because how long could I listen to that? It's, you're so funny. Where maybe it could last a while, but like, did it ever broaden beyond that? I I like doing it. I like just doing comedy in general. Yeah. Kevin Sanchez hated it. He thought it was the corniest idea in the world. I mean, because, you know, John would show up with, like, Xerox copies of, like, weird animals that he, like, photocopied out of a book from the 70s. Okay. And uh, Kevin hated it. So <laughs> it, lasted, 
it lasted on the low-end gigolos. We graded animals uh, maybe three, four months uh, until it, you know, until Kevin completely just shit on it and told us we shouldn't do it anymore. Um, but you'll be happy to know if you go to Instagram, uh, grading animals, Mr. Jonathan Kaplan, the genius himself, has ran with the baton and he grades, he grades animals every week and it's fucking hilarious. It's genius. He has a Patreon. You should subscribe to it. Um, it's really he actually, he actually not only I, I think his Jonathan K y'all, but then he has a grading animals. Like if you go to Instagram grading animals, it's grading animals with J Caps, who's Jonathan Kaplan, and f- almost six thousand fucking followers. He took this idea and ran with it. Yes, and Kevin still hates it. Kevin still is. And then are, do you, have you guessed it on that show? Then I mean, you were the show for a while. We were, uh, yeah. We were, we were slated to to guest on it, but I don't know. It, you know, the the quarantine happened, and you know, just my lord, three, four. You know, some of these videos, seven. You know, what, four thousand hits on these fucking videos on IGTV. It's like, my lord, he had a specific idea and he went with it. I'm proud of him. That's amazing. <laughs> but then, like, yeah. So then he's still doing low end gigolos though. And I guess my question is, how were you guys called low end gigolos? while you were still grading animals. Like, how did that fit together? And maybe that was a a point that Kevin said. That was a point that Kevin said. I think it was the school that we were working in. So we were all teachers in the low-end gigolo school. And these were were animals. And we all had our, like, our own specific opinions on them, on whether they were dicks or not. Um, But I I like that there's a school. Like, I saw that on the website, there being a school, and you grade animals. I get that. But, you know, gigolos are what, male prostitutes? Like, how did that have to do with animals? That is very offensive. Okay, and we're not prostitutes. Sex is not guaranteed. It can happen if we both agree upon it. <laughs> but what does uh, it do with the animals, though? It had very little to do with animals unless you're having sex with animals. Well, that's why, you know, Kevin and I left. Jonathan started, <laughs> started fucking the animals, you know? And, you know, I'm a vegan. I'm against that. So. Yeah, dude, I love that. Oh, my gosh, so funny. And so low-end gigolos, it no longer grades animals. And so what the fuck does it talk about now? Whatever comes up? Well, we've been on hiatus for a couple of weeks. Um, it, 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 it basically, you know, because it became a Zoom podcast, it lost yeah. some of its, you know, magic because we were meeting up in person every week for a few hours and recording two episodes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, if you watch the stuff that we put onto YouTube in the last, you know, four months, it's, uh, it's depressing to me, to be honest <laughs> with you. It's depressing. It's basically like a... Uh, it's like a document. It's it's basically like somebody found what was that movie, The Blair Witch Project. Yeah. It's like in the future, somebody found like video recordings of people stuck in the middle of the apocalypse. Yeah. Because you know we're just talking about losing our jobs and fucking being uh, stuck in the house and the okay. fear and the this and the that. So you know, uh, typical whiny, crybaby comedian stuff. But and you can't go out and live your life and then talk about that. But back in the day after grading animals but before the pandemic what kind of topics were you guys talking about whatever came to mind uh well for the first year probably into low and gigolos a lot of it had to do with uh, kevin and i's sex life okay and jonathan's lack of sex life. <laughs> so you guys were getting laid and jonathan wasn't you guys talked about it we actually um he'll probably get mad at me for talking about this but we berated him because we, he's been in a, a long-term relationship with a woman for about I think eight or nine years, something like that. Okay. And um, John's a very asexual dude, but he does every now and then have sex. And he would like come and tell us how great it was and how he first got 
thanks Alex for reminding him. And then Kevin and I came to find, find out, this is only a few months ago, that John's been having condom sex with his girlfriend for the last seven or eight years. Okay. Me and Kevin are highly against condoms. I mean, if you're in a dedicated <laughs> relationship, I, we think that's the most disgusting thing in the world you can do. Why? Because you think the pill should be able to, you know, she should have the pill and the IED and all that bullshit. Well, because we're, we're human beings and like it just, I don't know, for me personally, maybe it's because I'm Jewish and they, they took away, you know, half of my penis skin and the sensitivity has been lost. Condom sex just doesn't do it for me. Okay. You know, like I, I'd rather be, you know, I'd rather be home taking care of myself. Yeah, absolutely. And so yeah. he just kind of revealed this and you guys gave him the shit for it. Yeah, we gave him the shit for it. And like a true champion and a real, you know, a real man's man, he went and manned up and he uh, he had sex with his girlfriend without a condom for the first time in like seven years. And she got pregnant. And now she's pregnant and she's left him. <laughs> and uh, we ruined his life. But he's got grading animals, so. I see Leonardo, Leonardo Joni on your Instagram channel. Are you guys doing stuff with her? Oh, yeah. Leonardo's a really good friend of ours. She is hilarious. I love her. Yeah, you I'm did actually, a, Trump, a Trump hates women thing on there. Uh, Trump breaking. Hates women. You did a breaking news thing. Is that you? It's you and I think that might be you. But yeah, it, was, it says breaking yeah. news: Trump hates women. CNN. Yes, it's me, Kevin, and Leonardo uh, okay. making fun of the uh, the very liberal news media. But then you know we very quickly make fun of the very right uh, leaning media because we don't take political affiliation. We think everybody's political views are stupid. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I follow, you know, of course, Leonardo's hilarious and she's on that. She's on the show. Um, but yeah, I follow her Twitter feed and she can uh, she can be a little right right wing. Um, but yeah, I agree. There's totally ridiculous stuff. This on both. Well, Leonardo came on to Low and Gigolos. Okay. Um, Kevin had met her at a, at a show and okay. she came on to Low and Gigolos. And when the first time we had met her, she was uh, a ready to die for Bernie Sanders supporter. Really? What yeah. happened? She, she she swallowed a red pill and uh, I, honestly it literally happened like overnight she like called me one day and she like had really? spent she had spent like 12 or 18 hours falling uh, down a rabbit hole really yeah no, zel- no zel- like a convert i mean she's funny all the time so it doesn't really matter but exactly. yeah occasionally i'll get the the right-wing opinion and uh it's i think it's fairly strident and you you were on the stoner morning show too with sean wickens or no I was, I was, yes. I, I did, they had a marathon actually recently that uh, I jumped you, on with Kevin. And do you have to be stoned to go on that show? Uh, you don't have to, but I... I, I... <laughs> but I did. Well, see, low-end gigolos makes a lot more sense if you're talking about a sex life, you know? Right. Yeah, but then that one guy, though, is not boning as much as he should be, so he's fucking getting the brunt of it. Um, is Jonathan, like, the straight man, then, when you guys were talking about sex, or you just kind of, guys are taking the piss that he's not having as much sex as you guys are? He's the he's the uh, the not having sex man. I don't know if it's the straight man. Yeah. Jonathan, <laughs> you're like, well, not having sex doesn't necessarily mean you're straight, but we'll call him the straight man. That's funny. So Jonathan is a very accomplished artist, and he's not like you know he's the kind of guy like he he taught himself how to play like the piccolo, you know, and like he does like you know art courses, and he, like and he's really he's brilliant, and I, I've told him that you know a hundred times. But, you know, part of the reason of his brilliance is he just doesn't really care about sex yeah. and busting nuts. Dude, and- I'm, 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 I'm the same way. So it's like me and, me and uh, Jonathan, we fucking get along, dude. Well, yeah, I can tell. But, you know, <laughs> Ke- 
Kevin and I are handicapped by our penises. And they're constantly telling us, don't pay attention to art. Go pay attention to ass. And, uh, yeah. you know, we would have been able to accomplish much more had we spent less time pursuing sex. But yeah, yeah, I love that. And I love that it's sex oriented because your dad, he was big in the sex game, wasn't he? And the fact that I called you a jiggle, I mean, you, you took offense to that. You were like, sex is not guaranteed. But how, how would your dad answer that question? Uh, well, he would say the same thing because we're trying to keep ourselves from getting arrested. Yeah. So he was uh, he was a big man in the strip club industry, wasn't he? Yeah. My dad owned a chain of strip clubs in uh, New York City, East Coast, New Jersey. Yeah. It's just it like, is there somebody who owns one, or is it just kind of a license to print money so that a strip club owner is a, always a strip club chain owner? Well, without getting a, a hit put on my head, the money's already been somewhere else. Okay. Uh, yeah, there, you know, there's, <laughs> there's owners, you know. But my father, you know, my father was the original. I was a kid. He, uh, he used to own discotheques. So when I was really young, he was in the nightclub business. You know, I, I have recollections of... He used to hang out with Shaka Khan. You know, I remember hanging out with Shaka Khan. I remember oh, shit. Uh, he had Michael Jackson's sister. Uh, she had a the, the very least known one. She had a hit called Centipede. Okay. And uh, Chuck Scarborough, the news reporter from New York, I remember he was interviewing her in my dad's nightclub. And uh, they, they put me on her lap. And, you know, it's a nightclub. It's dark. And all of a sudden they turned the camera lights on. And, you know, I was maybe five years old. I was completely blinded by it, so I couldn't stay on her lap. It was like painful for me. And in hindsight, I fucking I blew my my chance, you know? You know, you know, if, if Michael would have seen that, I would have been invited over uh, to Neverland. <laughs> you could have blown blown your you, you blew your load with Michael too. You didn't only just blow your chance, man. You blew your you could have blown your load with Mike. Exactly. And he could have blown his and I could have had a horrible worse than I already had, and that's awful to say. Now I think it's terrible. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, I mean, it totally explains why you're just the way you are. I mean, you're you're a good-looking cat. You're well-spoken, and you have a you have a a podcast, a successful podcast about sex, pretty much, don't you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am doing pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, how could it have turned out differently? You know, you have a dad who was in the strip club game, and it was a a discotheque where Shaka Khan was fucking there. What else are you going to turn out to be a badass motherfucker, right? Eh? Yeah, well, that was it, it. Really worked out great, except for when it came to creating a family with my child's mother. Oh yeah. So how's that? What's your co-parenting uh, an eight-year-old? I think he's going to be eight in January. Yes, my buddy Alexander. Okay, and so yeah, how does that jive with the whole you know going out and get laid constantly without right. condoms, without condoms? Uh, <laughs> Did that attitude kind of you know uh, yeah? Was that attitude fueling the fact that you have an eight-year-old right now? Because eight years ago you were anti-condom. Um, when I met, uh, when I met my ex, I was cr at least four times crazier than I am now. And I'm a pretty crazy person still. Okay. Um, and she was totally cool with it. And she, you know, if she ever hears this, she'll, she'll yell and say, it's not true, but she was a couple years older than me and she really wanted to have a kid. Okay. And I just wanted to have dr drinks and, uh, go out and party and have fun. And uh, she was cool and she hung around me and she kept me liquored up. And, uh, you know, about a year into doing that, we uh, we, we got knocked up. Good. I mean, it, it sounds like the eight-year-old is a badass motherfucker, too. Are you going to sit, sit him on Shaka Khan's lap? She is the smartest, funniest little kid. I know every parent says that. But, like, I mean, if you look at my, you know, uh, Instagram, you'll see. He's really cute. I put him in some videos. He's really sharp. He's Good. really handsome. And I thank God every day that he's like that because 
I couldn't imagine. Like, what if I had like an ugly, not funny kid? Who would I have put in my videos? I would, I, I would have to use somebody else's kid. But he, you know, thankfully he's more than perfect. And, you know, again, you're right. You know, I had the, the gigolo mind frame and it did not work out. You know, I was with my ex for seven years and we split up about four or five years ago. Um, thankfully, we're, we're, we're on friendly terms now. But, Good. you know, having a child with, you know, somebody of my um, background, philosophy and, and brain pattern uh, doesn't always work out that well. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it worked out pretty well. Now you got a cute kid for your uh, your Instagram content. I agree. And, you know, he, he lives with her most of the time. I get him a couple days a week, you know, so he, you know, he's not overly exposed to the lunacy. I can play, you know, I can be good for a couple days a week. I can be a <laughs> smart, kind father. And uh, we have a great relationship. I love him to death. So Dude, that, that's sorry. fucking cool, man. Dude, you're, you're, you're a great follow on this Instagram thing. I see this fucking low end gigolos merch is fantastic. Yes, I love it too, man. I can't wait to put my low end gigolo sweatshirt back on for the season. Yeah, dude, I, I love. There's a picture of you or something like that with a hoodie that says "Low End Gigolos" on it, which is pimp. And then you have a black uh, bodega bag that says "Thank You" as a mask, and that's fucking the co- that's the coolest thing I've ever seen. That was me. That's me and yes. Kevin going to a show the night before they officially closed everything down. <gasps> wow! If you look at the date, so that evening, that was when like. Every news channel was 24 hours. We have a pandemic. We have a pandemic. And uh, me, Kevin, and our good buddy, Eric uh, Miller, who Kevin and Eric have been running a successful show uh, in the city for you know years at uh, Zona Tribeca. Okay. We had a show planned that evening. And you know we were like, do we call it? Do we not? Do we come? And me and Kevin were like, you know, bro, I have a feeling everything's going to get closed the fuck down tomorrow. So if this is our yeah. last chance yes. to be out do a show let's fucking do it or we're gonna regret it and we did it and the show was amazing it was hilarious uh except super spreader event and uh, yeah well well then kevin at at the end of his like 20 minute set puts a joint in his mouth and this isn't a restaurant okay and he starts lighting up a joint on stage and kevin has a fucking shit fit he's like who does he think he is he thinks he's fucking Dave Chappelle. it was so- <laughs> It was so awesome and memorable, but, but, you know, I really do. I thank God that we were able to do that show because it's, it's been painful not to be able to do, you know, indoor shows. I, you know, we do outdoor shows now and it's just not the same thing. You know, your yeah. audience is like 30 feet away from you. You know, it's hard to get people to laugh when you put them in a small room, it becomes contagious. If you yeah. throw them in a park and they're fucking socially distanced, yeah. it's, it's awful. It's awful. So tonight I'm going to watch, uh, our friend Leonardo, she's uh, roast battling. Uh, yes, com- I just I just talked with Matt Marion about that. He, yeah, know, he, it's, it's his couple- comedy Fight Club or whatever. Yeah, I did that a couple of weeks ago. Also, I and lost. How'd you, do? How'd you, you lost? I lost. Yes, it was bullshit. I won that shit, but uh, yeah, you know. But he, but said I, yeah, he said something about like it takes empathy to make dark shit funny. So I, I just think you're a psych- psychopath who has no empathy. Oh. <laughs> I think I have too much empathy. I am the, like the most overly sensitive person you'll ever meet. The oh. old exterior brass tough yeah. guy. I'm just a fucking. I'm a a crying hippie who's sitting in the corner basically. That is, a dude. He, he's just a walking contradiction. He looks like such a badass. He looked like the Terminator getting onto this train. 
Thank you. Look at this fucking picture, man, with your fucking medallion. But he's a softy at heart. And we follow him everywhere. He's Joshua Pallet and lowendjigglos.com, right? When's yes. the next episode drop? It sounds like you're on hiatus for a second. But when, when can we expect new content? We're trying to get John to come back and do a live one with us. So it'll probably be in the next couple of weeks or so. But yeah. you'll expect some, you know, stuff on my page because um, we're making videos. I, you know, I have a new uh, team that I'm making videos with. So we make stuff with Leonardo. We make stuff with uh, my friend uh, Dylan McGraw and uh, DC Williams and Alex. I forgot what the fuck his last name. So me, him, and Kevin and uh, the other two. We're creating some really funny stuff. I don't know if you saw the, um, I did the Revel Scooters uh, CEO. Did you see that video? Uh, yeah, not yet. I'm looking at your Instagram now, though. Yeah. There's, so, there's what would no... you do with Revel Scooters? Do you guys take a scooter on? We, uh, we were going to do a, a, a commercial. This was right after they banned Revel Scooters. It was going to be a, a message from the CEO. And uh, it was just going to be, you know, like facetious and stupid. Yes. And I was getting ready to do it with the guys. And I slicked my hair back. And they were like, Oh, why don't you do it as like your Italian character that you do? Yeah. So I Dude, do it yeah, as like. Could, yeah, you could do that character really well, man. You guys yeah. better use my fucking Rebel schooler, sco scooters, right? Yeah, it, it it got tweeted out a lot of places, so I, I think yeah. it's pretty. We're gonna do another one of those in a couple of days, also. So. Well, dude, I can't fucking wait. And yeah, I follow you here. You're on Instagram at Low and Jiggles as well. So Joshua Pallet, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much, Brian. It's been awesome to be on.